Guess who's back? Back again. Regular content's back. <laughs> Tell a friend. <laughs> no more fears. No more scares. No, no more fears. No more scares. No Hello, 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 hello to everyone. And even the people who didn't listen to us for the past month, hello yes. to you. Hello. Welcome back. We've missed you. Let's take a collective deep breath. Yes. <sighs> I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. We made it. Spooky season's over. Yeah made it it's over we've made it to the other side where we can just help you with your normal life situations yeah uh, who's the ready good, to the talk bad. about like regular life with trauma <laughs> i know i am the scary things that come with everyday life yeah. everyday living um it's funny we talked about this before and then i actually i think i've mentioned her before shout out to my starbucks barista that i always <laughs> talk to in the morning um she we were talking about October today because she was like, oh, my gosh, I just listened to your bonus episode. Oh, funny. And um, I was telling her I was like, I've really genuinely never experienced this place I'm in where I'm like ready for October to be over. Yeah. And that's not like me. Like usually I'm like, no, it's over. I didn't yeah. get to do all the things. But I just think this October series scared the crap out of me it was so scary and i'm ready for just like normal i'm ready to like lift people up yeah <laughs> not terrify them yeah yeah 100 yeah. yeah. we're, we're here we're here for you guys now and no more for the festive spooky stuff um although we had a great time and i just really want to say a huge thank you to everyone who supported us and got the merch yes. because wow yep uh we see you and it meant so much. Uh, we wouldn't be here without you guys. And that just really it just supports us so much. And it means the world to us. Yeah. And you guys like killed it. Like um, even our management team was texting us and was just like, whoa, wow. like you guys are, are already at this much. Yeah. And we were like, wow. Yeah. They were like, whoa. It was a whole thing. We were like, wow. They were like, wow. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. So we're ready to just, you know. Talk about life things. And it's funny because I was like, bring on the relationship drama. But mm-hmm. my story's not even a relationship story. Yeah, you know what? Mine isn't either. Wow. Fascinating. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> um let's catch let's catch up on like regular yeah. life. What's yeah, going yeah, on? Yeah. What's going um, on now? I have lived in my own place for a month now. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I am I have I'm 
there were highs and there were lows. I've learned so much. I am getting better at like starting routines and like, and I don't know, just making my place homey and trying to enjoy like it was it was I'm going to be honest with you guys. It was really, really hard. I did not realize how emotional I was going to be during the entire process of this move, mostly just like the closing of a really amazing chapter in my life, which was living with my sister in L.A., which is something we always wanted to do like that. Not even I think that's the thing. There's closing a chapter. Like, of course, I was sad when I moved out with you and Lita because that was a chapter. It was like three years. It was fun. It was my first time moving, like, kind of far away from, like, where I grew up. Uh Uh-huh. That's a chapter. Yeah. You are, you're restarting an entire, like your whole yeah. book. Yeah. Like you've always lived with Honestly, your sister. Honestly, it's like friends, like end of an era. Like yeah. I literally never, I've never lived with anyone else. Alicia and I have always lived together. Um, so this last month was hard. I spent the night at her house numerous times. Yeah. She spent the night at my house multiple times. And, um, you know, it's it's been such a huge adjustment, but I... I have talked to so many of you guys on my YouTube channel. Um, So many of you guys were just so sweet and shared a lot of like your thoughts and stuff like that. Everyone who said that they've lived alone said that the first two, two to three months were like pretty tough the first time. But then they said it was one of the most life changing things. They they never looked back. Um, They grew so much. They became so much more independent. And... um, they just said it's a really beautiful thing to do for yourself. So I'm really holding on hope <laughs> that that is what's coming because I am starting to feel so much better in my place. Um, it's just more so now sad that I'm like, oh. yeah, you know, like that was so much fun for me. So, but also like if worst case, and this is again, you know what? Hmm. I'm about to like give advice. <laughs> I just, Are you going like, to advise me? I just miss this. Not advice, but just perspective. I think we hold ourselves to so many standards Mm -hmm. of other people's judgment, society, whatever. Yeah. And I think when things like that happen, when you're like, oh, my gosh, did I make a mistake? And you want to like I've told you this. Mm -hmm. If worst case is you hate it and you want to move back in with your sister. Right. First of all, you can. Yeah. Second of all. If anybody's going to actually take the time to be like, oh, that's so embarrassing that she moved. Who cares? Like, who honestly cares? Right. They're not you. They don't Mm -hmm. live in your body and your Mm -hmm. emotions and your experiences. I'm the one who has to live this life. If I'm miserable, then. And I think you're brave when you take steps. And if when you take that step, you realize that's not what you want. And you it's not backtracking. It's changing the direction of what you were going towards. A thousand percent. Then like. Now you know. Like for me, I even though I ended up moving back towards like where I grew up, I do not regret at all 100%. going to LA because I experienced so much. And yeah, within that process, I realized that wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. But I feel like instead of being like, oh, I I couldn't like keep up with the pace in LA. Oh, it's embarrassing that I moved back. Like, oh, I'm damaging my friend. It's like, no, no, no. Like, Life, I just have clarity of what I want. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Even when I was, like, feeling really down and, like, wondering if I, like, made a mistake and shouldn't have moved, I still was, like, I still don't regret it because I need to know. Yeah. Yes, it's super sad, but I, like, I have to know Mm -hmm. if this is good for me and it's going to, and I'm going to love it or if I'm not. Because fast forward 10 years, you know, maybe, maybe I'll be married with kids by then. Then, like, I'll never, I'll never have, like, 
another opportunity yep. to live because I'll be my life will be like about my kids and like my family and stuff like that. So like it just felt like this is a moment for me to know and I got it. I got to try it. <laughs> yeah. I have to try it. I was I I'm reading a book right now and there was this really cool part about talking about being alone and it was saying that there's different there's different phases of being alone mm-hmm. and there's a difference between I forget the wording but there's a difference between like lonely and like being by yourself mm-hmm. or oh, I forget the words but anyways yeah lonely um, versus alone yeah yeah and and it was saying like there's there's this really uncomfortable phase mm-hmm. and then there's kind of like you're sad like there's different phases but it's until you push through those that you really get to experience and know yourself Mm -hmm. and I know for me this last season of my life that I've like never felt so alone I've also never spent so much time and gotten to know myself so well and I will say I'm definitely the most like emotionally mentally healthy mm-hmm. even in the midst of still struggling with like some mental stuff yeah. you know what I mean yeah I was and th- I think it's because I I really pushed through that like uncomfortableness yeah to then be like okay well now like I'm not just sitting with myself being like oh, what do I want to do I want to go out let me call a friend let me whatever like I just became my own best friend for a while mm-hmm. and it is so valuable once you get past the like this is uncomfortable and I hate it and yeah. I wish I was with someone else, like whatever. Yeah, I was having this conversation with a friend and then also with my sister and I was like, it's so interesting how there's no one else to blame mm-hmm. for hundreds of things. Like I could get in the worst mood because I walked downstairs and it would be so easy for me to blame it on the mess that Alicia, my sister made. Yeah. When in reality, I woke up in a bad mood Yeah. and that's just me like pointing the blame on her instead of realizing it's on me you know or like Alicia like always thinking that I was just constantly on her to clean the house and do all this stuff she's like I can't wait to just drop my clothes everywhere well guess what her house is a disaster (laughs) and she's having to realize oh like that was me putting blame on Ashley all the time so now it's like oh if I'm sad what's making me sad and oh if if I woke if I'm in a bad mood who was it yep probably me like I need to sit there and be in those feelings and like take ownership for them I guess yeah no I think this is gonna be great Ugh, yeah Korean it's hard yeah <laughs> it's rough yeah um that's kind of my whole life in a nutshell currently yeah. big things <laughs> big things big things um well I can't I mean I guess I could talk about it. so I I think I've talked about before like I have like lumps on my thyroid. I think you've mentioned it. Yeah. Briefly. So I've been on this like medical journey for a few years. Um, it kind of culminated a few months ago when I got biopsy results back that weren't the best. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like I'm falling in like an inconclusive area. I know I, I'm sure there's a better medical term to use. No, that's I feel like that's the perfect. Yeah. Term. Um, it's not good. It's not bad. It's we don't know. Yes. Well, I learned <laughs> big question mark. There's a scale. One to six. Uh-huh. One and two is benign. Five and six is cancer. And then there's three and four, which are the, like, there's some abnormal markers, but, off. like, we can't confirm. Yeah. And I'm falling under a three. Okay. So um, I had a few biopsies, which are the, the devil. I hate biopsies, <laughs> especially in your neck. It's just not fun. Um, 
and they keep coming back abnormal. Also, the growths have gotten to a size that's concerning. Mm -hmm. So I officially am set to have surgery to remove half of my thyroid, which is like not, it's scary, but (coughs) it's also like, I feel, I feel like I now have a great medical team around me. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have much more of like an understanding of what's to come and I've accepted it. Um, when, <laughs> when I left like an awful doctor's appointment, I had, I switched doctors. My first endocrinologist yes. was just not it for me. Which um, I've heard it takes a few, yeah. a few times just like therapy yeah. to find a good doctor. Yes. Which makes sense. <laughs> you yes. know, totally. You have to vibe um, with them. But Ashley <laughs> received <laughs> received that call. I oh, I was trying to hold it together so much in the doctor's office right. that I think when I left, <clears throat> I just had a freak out. So I called Ashley and was just like questioning my entire life and like having like a full blown meltdown. And it was so funny because her response was. Taryn, I've never heard you talk like this. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, by the end, I like, I knew I had a missed call from Taryn because I had a shoot that day and I knew what the call was about to be about because yeah. I knew she just had her appointment. So I like ran upstairs to take the phone call and was like preparing myself for like either way. And I was like, stay calm. And then <laughs> she really. She really dove off the deep end, and I was like, "Keep it together." But by the end, I was crying. I, was I like, know. No, I could hear. And then I felt so bad because I'm like, "I know you had your shoe, but I just oh, it was fine." It's very rare that I get to a place where I'm like, "I need somebody," yeah. and yeah, I yeah. and usually, even when this is the type of person I am, I'm so worried about everyone else 24 seven to the point that even when I'm telling you bad news about me, I'm doing it in a lens to make sure you're still okay. Like that's just how I am and it's exhausting (laughs) to be honest. So at that moment, I did not care how it was affecting you. It was like like a pure dump which shows like that's just the rawest place. And it shows how much I trust you like to to show that side of me that not a lot of people see. And imagine how long you've been holding that in for. Oof. Girl, yeah. Oof. So, anyways, it's gonna be um, later in December. So, appreciate the prayers. Yes, send I, all the prayers towards Taryn. Yes, I've <coughs> been learning. I don't. Speaking of me, cough, I I cough a lot, like randomly, sporadically, and mm-hmm. I also lose my voice easily. And I've learned within the appointment that your vocal cord nerve is right there. And with Mm -hmm. how big mine are, it could be affecting that. So it's just all these things that I think I've been noticing throughout the last couple years that I'm like, oh. So anyways, that's that's kind of my life update. I'll definitely, I mean, you guys are so involved in our lives. So Mm -hmm. obviously we want you to know everything. Don't worry, I'm going to be fine. But it's just, it's just a process. Something I got, I got to handle. Get it over with. Yes, please. That's our life. Uh, that's where we're <laughs> Welcome at. Welcome back to. Welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. Yeah. Therapy for you, therapy for us. Literally. Where we? Well, it's, it feels like in a way I'm like, oh, we haven't talked for so long, even I though. No. Well, we haven't told them much about us. It's yeah, all been spooky true. stories. So you didn't, we didn't, they didn't hear from us for like a natural yeah. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps 
way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. And they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Should I get into uh, tearing it up? Absolutely, please. (laughs) Okay, you guys already know this is one of my favorite segments of the podcast. This is when you guys send in specifically embarrassing, funny stories. And this one is titled, A Weird Date Story, Anonymous. Love it. Hello, Taryn and Ashley. Love the pod so much. It keeps me going on my bad days and makes me laugh so, so much. Here is my embarrassing story to share. This happened to me years ago. When I was a senior in high school, there was a guy I had a major crush on, and he was shy but very nice, who I also had a few classes with. Also, I was on the girls' varsity basketball team, and he was on the boys' varsity basketball oh, team. Can you? So I thought we would be a perfect fit. I never got the courage to ask him out. But he finally asked me out after my friend told him that I liked him. He just needed a nudge. Well, also, he clearly I feel just like in high edge. school, like, wait, are they in high school? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times, just knowing someone likes you makes you like them because yeah. you're just so desperate for like affection 100%, and attention. Hundred percent. There it was so almost. Many, sorry. Oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm just like even one of my first like love loves. I didn't really even like notice him until same thing. Like someone was like, "Oh my gosh, he's so into," and you. all of a sudden he's just like this. This hot Greek god that just like walked oh, in. No, he from literally heaven. ruined my life. The next like <laughs> seven years were like wrapped around this stupid guy. So, for our date, I suggested that we go on a hike. There was a super pretty hike I knew nearby that overlooked the ocean once you got to the top. Ooh. Super romantic, right? On the day of our date, I picked him up in my car and drove us to the starting point. 
We had a nice time talking on the hike. However, I totally forgot how intense the hike was. It was really steep, five miles long and a total elevation gain of almost 1,300 feet, which she said she just looked up. (laughs) (laughs) So a few hours later, once we finished the hike, I decided for us to go sit down on the beach and rest. We talked a lot on the hike, but once we sat down on the beach, we didn't talk so much. I think we were both just super exhausted. We laid down on a couple of beach towels that I had brought and were quiet for a bit. Maybe too long? It felt like 10 minutes had gone by. I don't really remember. I didn't know what to say for a long time. Once I thought of something, that's so funny. That's so me, especially in high school. I'd be like, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? (laughs) And then you would just like, he'd probably be talking, but you don't even notice because you're like thinking so hard. And then you would just jump over what he was saying. He asked me a question. I completely missed it. Have you ever been to this restaurant? (laughs) So do you like Thai food? (laughs) (laughs) She writes, once I thought of something, I turned towards him so excited to finally start a conversation only to find that he was totally asleep. I had no idea what to do. That's not how I was thinking the story was going to go to like a bathroom thing. Oh, no. Is there a bug flying around my face? I don't see one. Okay, sorry. Continue. Oh. <laughs> that is kind of, that sucks because you're like, you like them so much and then they fall asleep. What do you do? What do you do? How do you fall asleep? He must have been, ex- it must have been a hard hike. <laughs> Next time, pack caffeine. That's what you got to do. I had no idea what to do. He was even dot, 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 snoring. Oh, wow. That's a deal. Oh, I was knocked out. I'm jealous, bro. I, know. I can't. It takes me so long to fall asleep. Well, high school, I felt like I could sleep at any second. Oh, I guess. No yeah. problem in high school. You still can. Are you yeah, kidding me? Actually, Open mouth. actually, that's true. <laughs> I literally just stared at him for a bit, asking myself, should I wake him? Or should I let him rest after such a strenuous hike? I felt terrible for making us both so tired, but this was not what I was expecting at all. The most embarrassing part is I let 30 minutes go by before I finally decided to wake him up by poking his shoulder multiple times. 30 minutes. (laughs) What's funny is like, I feel like that makes it even more embarrassing because then he's going to notice the time difference and be like, how how did you let me sleep for so long? That means you just sat there while he was sleeping. I don't know what I would have done. I think I would have woken him up or I would have pretended to be asleep. Pretended to be asleep. Like, you know that new girl scene where yeah. Sam wakes up and she's like, ah. yeah, yeah. He's like, you're so beautiful in the I, morning. Yeah, yeah, I would have done that. After he woke, he got his bearings. We decided to end the date since we were both so tired. I had to drop him off at his house since I drove, and it was the most awkward and silent car ride ever. We never went on another date. I'm not sure. A spark was even there, but a guy falling asleep on your date must be a sign that he's not the one. Lesson learned. Just go get food or coffee on a first date. No exercise. LOL. All the best. Anonymous. And then she added a PS in case you want to know. I found my dream guy my first year in college. Oh, congratulations. I was going to say, give him another chance because <laughs> what I think I read an article one time that said, like, if you can fall asleep fast in front of certain people it means that you like totally trust them and are comfortable but just kidding move on moved on she's been with this guy for six years now and they have a cat and an apartment together he's the absolute best person she loves him a lot oh my god well congratulations anonymous Wow. wow have you well okay so 
a hot, an active date is mm-hmm. my like actual nightmare. But I did go on one. Well, I don't know if it was a date actually. It was you know you remember, remember mm-hmm. that guy that I was like I was really into him, but I could never tell like. I'd be like, I think it's a date, but like, I don't know. But then yeah. nothing would happen. And then it'd be like signs with the not signs. And I just always left so confused being like, do you like me? Do you not? You What's know what I mean? It was like a weird here? thing. But yeah. one of the times we hung out and I thought it was a date. We went on a hike. Uh-huh. And I just remember there was at one point where I really thought it was going to pass out because I was trying so hard to not appear out of breath. Yeah. That I was like just kind of hyperventilating on the inside and I was like two yeah. seconds away from falling over. But then it was funny because he was, we were like, it was quiet for a minute and then he was like, have you ever pooped your pants? Oh my God. <laughs> and then I was like, remembered like, oh, he's freaking weird. That's why I like him. Yeah. And then he made a comment about being out of breath and then I was like so, uncom- I was like so comfortable after that. But um, yeah, usually I feel like I would have to be very comfortable with someone to do something active because yeah, I'm klutzy. Mean, I've been on a lot. I feel like a couple first dates I've done hikes and it's it's kind of nice because I like I enjoy something to do while you're having those com- no, kinds yeah. of conversations. Otherwise, you know, I don't know. But a five mile hike is a commitment. So but like, I what feel if like you do have to be... go to the bathroom? Like, yeah, we've all done that where you're being active and all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I don't feel good. Yeah. You're I sweaty. Like you smell. A hike is a good first date for people that already know each other. Oh, true that. True Definitely. That. If you're meeting them for the first time, probably not. One, safety. Come on. We just listened to October series. That's mm-hmm. how you die. Uh, mm-hmm. Two, situations like that. Like if you know him or have like hung out with him a few times, then you feel a little more comfortable. Like, hey, can you watch out? I'm going to pee over here. Yeah. Versus a complete stranger. Yeah. Things to note. <laughs> Remember when we went on that hike and then I fell while I was going to the bathroom? Yeah. She was peeing on the side of a cliff and fell into a bush. A with stick like thorns bush, in it, and yeah. I got violated by a stick. <laughs> it was very painful. Oh my god! Yeah, that was good times. Good times. All right. Um, shall we like get into it? Yes, ma'am. Get, get into, into it. it yeah. Okay. My story is titled "Having a Midlife Crisis at 24." When was my first midlife crisis? I feel like about that age. Hmm. It's just so funny because, like, now I'm like, that's not even close to mid. Yeah. What is midlife? Midlife 40s? is 40s, 50s. We talked about this a couple episodes oh, we did, ago. We did, we did, we did. Um, I think in general, you think of 100 years being a lifespan, 50s, supposed to be midlife. Yeah. No one usually reaches 100, so 40. Yeah. I'm going to reach 100. Wait. Oh, I'm going to hit 102. Okay. Hi, Taryn and Ashley. My name is blank, but I would like to remain anonymous. A little bit about myself is that I am a type four who is an introvert and a homebody. Mm. Isn't that kind of opposite? Introvert and a oh, homebody. No, no, four, because four is artistic. I was thinking seven. So yeah, never mind, no. never mind, never mind. Totally <laughs> tracks. She probably loves to listen to records. Yeah, in by her herself. With yeah, candles yeah, yeah, yeah. and feel all her and emotions. Her plants and mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the podcast and everything it stands for. Thank you. Oh. Queen. We stand for love, justice, for all, freedom. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into the story. I am currently a first-gen student at university with my twin sister and a communication studies major. Hey, my people. Hello, hey, hello. Yo. Honestly, that's partly why I picked this. 
Oh. Oh, if you're all like, I don't get it. Ashley was communications major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twins. Yeah. You're a third twin. You're long lost third twin. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> um, with a track in public relations and organizational. What does that mean? Organizational? With like an emphasis in organizational communications. Oh, that's like a thing? It's a thing. Okay, I get PR. I, I, didn't, organizational. I didn't do it, but I know it was an Also, option. why is that? Why? Like, I'm struggling with that word. Organizational? Say it faster. Organizational. Say it faster. <laughs> I don't know why I like it. Organizational. <laughs> Organizational. Oh, wait. I just said it good. Maybe I just need to say it faster. Anyways. Um, with all that being said, I am feeling a lot of pressure from my family, mainly my parents and grandparents. There have been many times that I would be working on schoolwork or would talk about my hard day <clears throat> of classes because she's a full-time student. Mm-hmm. And all they would reply is, this is what you wanted to do, so now you have to finish it. Or hard work will pay off soon. You're almost there. And I know that they're trying to be encouraging, but sometimes I feel like all they care about is that they have a child who is trying their best in college and not really about my feelings, if that makes sense. But the major question that is always asked when being asked about school um, or why I chose communication studies as a major is, why a communications degree? What would you do with that? You should be a caseworker, work behind a desk, etc. I have brought up the past when I was in high school, which was a long time ago. I graduated from high school in 2017 and then did community college for five years. Before, I wanted to work in radio broadcasting, but whenever I try to say to my parents, most importantly, my grandparents, they will say that I can't change my mind and that that's what I always wanted to be since I wanted to be a communication studies major. I have told them that that doesn't sound interesting to me anymore, and that was high school me. Now learning more about the podcasting world, a a little different from radio broadcasting, I would love to start a podcast at some point in my life and maybe make a career out of it. Ayo. Don't recommend. Ding, ding, ding. (laughs) What if I was like, it's terrible. It's the worst. Don't do it with a Listen to your grandparents. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Now I feel like I'm in a spot where I am questioning everything. What do I want to do in life? Any choice I make is getting questioned by everyone else. Feels like I'm being judged for picking a communications degree because I won't get a real job with that degree. I have goals I want to achieve, but it feels like it's all falling apart without even getting started. My life has always been about school, and I feel like I can't do anything else until I'm done with school. I'm kind of in a funk where I'm questioning everything in life and what I should be doing with this degree since I'm not going through with the media route. I'm having trouble trying to talk to my parents and grandparents about what I want to do and trying to tell my grandparents that I don't want a desk job. I guess what I'm asking is for advice on how to get out of this funk that I have and how do I have a real conversation with my parents slash grandparents. Sorry if this email seems like it's all over the place. I feel like I'm all over the place and I went off on a rant a bit. Even if you don't read it, it was kind of nice to just write it out or rant it out. Thank you for your podcast and everything you guys do. From Anonymous. Can I pop off for a second? No, I would love, I would love, I felt like this was going to be your realm. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I I don't want to say this is my bread and butter, but I feel like I've had this conversation multiple times with multiple people on my channel, on, on like with tons of people. So here it goes. 
I'm going to try to break it down and be as concise as I possibly can. Maybe it's because I had very supportive parents. Yeah. But my parents were always like, you can do whatever you want to do, but give us a good reason. Yeah. Like I dropped out of school when I was going to community. I didn't know what my major was going to be. So I went to RCC, did it for like a year and a half, wasted money. And I didn't know what I was doing. So I told them, I was like, hey, I can't figure it out. I'm going to drop out and work and save money until I do figure it out. Yeah. And I, I broke it down for them. I was like, right now it's just a waste of money. They didn't, money was tight for us. I was paying for part of it. And um, I was like, this is just a waste. Yeah. And they actually fully understood me once I broke it down for them. So if I were you, Anonymous, I would do this whole like, <clears throat> hey, people change majors. Right now I can't figure it out. You, you have to understand me like wanting to take a break or changing majors. Yeah. Explain how like, hey, I'm trying to save money here. A lot of parents pay attention when you say save money, yeah. especially with university. So I think having that kind of broken down thought process for them helps with that kind of conversation. But I told my parents that they allowed me to drop out. I ended up working for a year and a half before going back to school once I figured out my degree. Here's the other thing. If you want to do podcasting, you're right, the comm major isn't for you. But if you want to do school and you are pursuing something like this type of field, business, yeah, you should get a business degree. Like that is, a, let's pretend you do podcasts and let's pretend it pops off. Like, then what? How do you find management? How do you create an LLC? Maybe even a corporation, like a business degree makes so much more sense than a lot of the other degrees, especially if this is the field you're going in. I'm not saying you need a business a business degree necessarily, but if you're going to go to school, business or PR or marketing um, would be a lot more beneficial than a lot of the other. Mm-hmm. I don't want you to waste money on a degree that won't really serve you. Yeah. <clears throat> and then thirdly, I think a lot of people, I think breaks are underrated. Yeah. I think a lot of people are scared of breaks because a lot of people don't come back from breaks and actually go back to school. But I think if you sat your parents down or your grandparents down or whoever's in your um, brainstorm circle, I think if you sat them down and were like, hey, I don't want to waste a whole year's worth of money. I'm trying to figure it out. But what if I do just my core classes mm-hmm. for a year and, and then double up on like my major classes the following year or take a full break from school? to pursue this podcasting thing so I can put either like continue moving forward with it or put an end to it so that I can move forward with a clear mind. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think too, like we've talked about this so much and I feel like me and Ash are great people to talk about this subject because we had very um, untraditional schooling paths. Yeah. Which is one of the things we like bonded on. Yeah, <laughs> like, that oh, it took you like <laughs> oh. it took you seven years to graduate. Oh my god, me! <laughs> but I don't regret anything about my schooling journey because I think I really let myself figure out what I wanted to do. I mm-hmm. changed my major a couple times, um, and then towards the end, I kind of was like, you know what? I still don't know what I want to do, but I know if I just keep down this path, I'm going to graduate sooner than if I were to switch majors. Right. So I did, and I graduated. And to be honest, it's there are certain fields where it's very important, but most jobs, they just want to see that you gradu- graduated college. They don't yeah. care what your degree is in. Yeah. So I think um, when your parents are so focused on, okay, well, you set to do something, you have to finish it. Reminding them, 
I am going to finish school. I am going to get a degree. What that looks like might be different. I think they're focusing in on the wrong details. Yeah. Um, also, like, I think that you can use your degree to benefit you in plenty of different fields that might mm-hmm. not have to do might not have anything to do with that like um you know communications like you are I saw like some of your emphasis is in PR like Ash Mm -hmm. was saying that could be very valuable Mm -hmm. and another question I would have is like are you if you strip down expectations oh my gosh what am I going to do with my life what am I going to do with this degree do you enjoy your classes like do Mm -hmm. you enjoy what you're doing because for me even though like I went to school for psych even though, like, I didn't go straight into a job, and I still really haven't. Um, I mean, obviously, I use my degree in, like, honestly, sometimes even this podcast or just in relationships I have in general, and it's something I might go back to visit. Like, I I enjoyed those classes so much, and mm-hmm. it made school something that I was, like, passionate about, Um but I just think there's so there's so many areas we put pressure on ourselves that really yeah. is not necessary because yeah. almost everybody that you come across, when you ask them what they went to school for or what they thought they were going to do, it's completely different. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really stripping down, like, do you enjoy your classes? Is there still things that are tied to your major that are tied to the other things that you're curious about? Mm-hmm. And then focus on just getting through school and then from there like the sky's the limit of what you're going to do a hundred percent shipping can make or break a sale so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. they make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows and they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I don't want to come across as someone who's bagging on school um, because I do think it's a beautiful thing. I do think it's it's a healthy way to grow, challenge yourself. I do think a lot of careers require it. Yeah. However, if you are talking about podcasting, that's talking about a whole different area of work that doesn't require it. So I think it would be super beneficial to even just like talk about this with your grandparents, just be like, hey, like, what if I took a year off? Give me a year to like fully pursue this. Because mm-hmm. everyone I know who's in it, like it's more of a like who you know and experience kind of kind of situation. Um, like you could give it a full year's effort and you can even negotiate with them. Like if I don't figure it out by a year, I'll come back to school. I'll finish school. It'll be, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I don't think you should be making life-changing decisions simply because you have to complete a task that you thought you liked years ago in high school, you know? Yeah. And so I, I think you need to, like, 
somehow articulate that to them. Yeah, like, like separate hey, it out. I'm going to graduate. <laughs> I am planning on finishing, but I should be allowed to decide what my major is going to be. Yeah. You know. I think, too, um, I feel like there are certain careers that there's a lot of unknown around. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, podcasting, it's really hard to just say, like, oh, I'm going to have a podcast and make a living from it. Yeah. Because, I mean, even me and Ash, we're very much, like, aware of we could try this out and it could flop. Like, mm-hmm. so, so I think it's especially – and – I feel like we had a massive head start by the fact that like you have a huge following, I have a following. Mm-hmm. So we already had people invested in our lives and jumped into what we do. Yeah. So I think I think it's okay to sit back. I don't think you should ever not do a dream because it's scary, but I do think you should be realistic about dreams. Mm-hmm. And I think if you need to strip out like, okay, do I want to do podcasting because I enjoy it and it's something I'm like passionate about or do I want to get into like the meat of podcasts with like editing or producing or things like that and I think if those are the things you're interested in um I don't think you can't pursue like learning more about it and dipping your toe in that stuff while you're also going to school 100% so research what it is if you want to start a podcast and literally anyone can start a podcast. So I was start, just going to say that. Start doing episodes. Start, like, seeing what it's like. You might do a couple episodes and be like, okay, actually, like, I'm not – this is not for me. Yeah. Or if you're wanting to be more behind the scenes, like, start finding studios, start finding companies and seeing, like, if there's internships. Like, just, just kind of start dipping your toe into, like, learning more about those things mm-hmm. because – I feel like right now, if you're just like, oh, I might want to do this, and then that's causing you to question everything, I feel like you can, like, pursue learning more about it before Mm -hmm. making big decisions. I think your decisions feel – it sounds like your decisions feel very heavy and definite right now. Mm -hmm. But in reality, just like we were talking about about Ash earlier, life is so ever-changing and ever-moving. And I think the people that are most successful in life are people – that are dedicated to putting everything they have in what they have. Mm-hmm. But if that starts to change and shift, they flow with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't be so like, oh, well, I'm doing this. And if I don't get something in this, then, okay, well, now that I'm not, I'll never do anything that has to do with yes. it. It's just, it gets too um, too complicated. Yes. If I were to say that I have a superpower... I think my superpower would be I love brainstorming with people. Mm-hmm. Could be about literally anything, but I love brainstorming with people. If I were you and I wanted to get into podcasting, but I didn't know what to do with my major, I I pretty I'm pretty I could think I could confidently say there's not a really good podcast for college students in college that's from an actual college student. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, if I said that clearly, um, I think there's a huge gap for you to be like life of a real life college student where you interview and talk and chat, and gossip about teachers, talk about like 
like the curriculum or the system and how flawed it is, you know, and or the prices and how outrageous it is. Like there's so <laughs> many things. Go, you went immediately into like college is hey, the worst. Let's take it down from there. But it could also be it could like be good. it could be funny. Like people who are questioning their life choices, like people or exactly who are, what you're yeah, doing. Like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm a calm major right now and I think I made a mistake. Like I think I want to do this instead. Like talk about it. Literally talk about it. Yeah. One of my favorite um, one of my favorite types of videos to watch on YouTube is is students in college. I love watching their day day in life. And I think it's fascinating because that's just such a specific chapter of your life that once it's gone, you're like, oh, that was fun. Yeah. Like, I enjoyed that. Or I, you have fond memories over it. And I think you could totally start a podcast right now by yourself without your degree and find out whether or not you actually like it. And if you do and you love it and it becomes a thing, then you can start changing your path, your major to fit alongside it. Like maybe you do PR or business or something else. Yeah, no, totally. Well, because I mean, comm major still like there is a lot within that it's that super could broad. be applicable. I mean, technically, I'm using my comm major exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. So I think I feel like your emphasis is what you need to like change. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're not as much into like radio, but honestly, like even that could be valuable to like learn how to bridge the gap between like. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's I mean, just all media is semi attached uh-huh. to each other. So I feel like you could still be using your major to go towards what you want to do. 100%. I feel like right now you're just feeling very like trapped in a like a detailed specific goal. Mm-hmm. And I think you just need to strip it aside. Yeah. And like I said, do you enjoy your classes? Are you learning stuff? Can you see how that can be applicable to like many areas? Right. Then cool, pursue it. Like finish school, get that degree. Like, yeah. Do your thing, get I your mean, diploma, my, and then figure it out after. My technical de- degree title was interpersonal communications, which is so funny because a lot of people probably wouldn't think I'm using it. But guess what I do? I give advice to people about relationships on my podcast. So technically, it kind of does fit under that category. So I think, I think you need to take off the pressure of all of the categories and trying to fit it into a category and instead be like, if you enjoy calm, do calm. Like Taryn said, change your emphasis. That's not hard to do. And you can still keep your core classes. And then for your electives, like you can do a social media class. Social mm-hmm. media marketing is a thing now. It wasn't when I was in school. I would 100% oh have my gosh, done that. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. And then do a business class on top of that, mm-hmm. you know, for your elective so that it all kind of like goes together and creates this cohesive unit. Yeah. I mean, like, not a lot of people know, I'm my technical major, because <laughs> my fourth college that I went to, I, that I finally graduated from, only offered biblical studies major. Mm. So technically, I'm a biblical studies major <laughs> with a minor in counseling, even though, like, before that, I had, like, much more, like, psych classes. And it's so funny, because most of the people I graduated with took the test to become a pastor. I was literally one of the only ones who was like, I have no interest in that. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like for me, that school that I went to, that was going to be the fastest way for me to graduate. Mm-hmm. That took like all my like Bible units I had from my first years in college. Applied it. With my psych stuff. And it just, 
my goal at the time was I just wanted to graduate and be done with college so I could like move on to yeah. life. And then I went to be a preschool teacher and then I was like a nanny and then I worked at a restaurant and yeah. then I went back to the school and then now I'm doing this thing where I like run a program with the school and then now I'm like in I podcasting. Say, and you're also a YouTuber it's, and an influencer. So like I would have never if you would have asked me when I graduated what I would be doing. Not one of those things I just mentioned did, was even on my radar. Yeah. And so I think it's just, I think when we get so trapped in, for me, like, I was like, oh, I'm going to graduate and be a therapist. Mm -hmm. If I would have, like, killed myself trying to make that happen yeah. and not been open to, like, what life brought me, I, yeah. would never, I wouldn't be here. Yeah, I think if you take away anything from this podcast, it's that you don't have to have the appropriate degree mm -hmm. to do what you love. Mm -hmm. And I do think... Obviously, there are jobs that require specific ones. It doesn't sound like you're going towards that, which means you can take a deep breath and relax. And I think one of the biggest qualities and things you learn in college is how to be flexible. And I think what you can do is put your head down, graduate, obviously do the best you can with like arranging your classes um, the way you like them. But then just be be fluid. Be when when the door opens, when the door of opportunity opens for you, be ready to jump and take it. And, like, if things turn left when you thought they were going to go right, then, like, go ahead and turn left and just lean with it. Like, that's, I think, how you end up yeah. having been a nanny and being a teacher and being an influencer and a YouTuber and a podcaster all under the biblical studies major. You know, like, this is so silly. But, like, that's, again, don't want to rag on school, but that's that's kind of how how scary it is in school thinking you have to do this one thing forever it's so not true no it's not obviously again if you're going to be a doctor it doesn't work that way but like yeah it's a little it's a little different for them but not for us you know and even them if they change their mind on being a doctor they still got their degree like that's awesome yeah. you know mm -hmm. it's it's not as hard cut in stone as you think it is yeah and i think as far as talking with your parents um it's so hard because Given I think, this podcast. <laughs> I know, really. Um, I think there's just different levels. Like, I think it's valuable to understand where they're coming from and that they were raised in a different generation yeah. than us and that they genuinely want what's best for you, even though they don't always know what's best for you. Mm -hmm. um, and no one does. And Only you know that. Yeah. And it's okay to, like, still be respectful, still let them have input if that's what you want in your life. Like, my, my parents... I want to know what they think, even if I don't agree with it, because mm -hmm. that's the place that they have in my life. So if that's the case, um, I think, like I said, I think it's just getting them to focus on the right details and mm -hmm. saying, like, hey, I know that I'm questioning things, but, like, that's my right. And I'm I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to make right decisions. But, like, I am going to finish school. Like, I did mm -hmm. set out to get a degree, and I'm going to get a degree. Yeah. I don't need you to stress about that. I need you to just support me. Yeah. And I feel like if you strip it down and don't come from a place of being defensive or being defiant, but just being like, hey, I I, I appreciate that you guys are invested in my education, and, mm -hmm. and I love that. And if I need that support, I'll let you know. Right now, I just need space to, like, to take a second to mm -hmm. figure out like what I want to do. Yeah. And like Ash said, like come to them with your research done, with your answers in place. Um, I think adults respond well to that. I was like, technically I'm an adult, but you know what I mean? Like the people in our lives that are, are adults to us. Yeah. Um, instead of just being like, 
I don't know. I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. Oh, I don't know what those classes would look like. Oh, I don't know, like, what that major would be. I think it's showing them I've put time and effort into this. This is important to me. Um, and I am, like, I am an adult now, and this is my life, and I have to make decisions that's best for me. You know what's hilarious? What Taryn just said is, is like, <laughs> there's a term for it. Of course, I can't remember because I was horrible at school. But I did get my degree in interpersonal communications, and the way to have conflict, there was a pattern. The way to have a, co- a healthy conflict conversation, there's a pattern, and it starts with compliments, and then it gets into the conflict, and then it ends with compliments. Mm-hmm. So whether you're talking to your grandparents about your major or having some other kind of serious conversation with someone else in your life, I think it all comes down to respect. Yeah. And all they want to know is that you're taking them seriously, you're taking the situation seriously, and you appreciate them and the amount of effort that they've put towards getting you in school. So as long as you do all of that, they'll listen to you. Yeah. You know, as long as they're like feeling validated then they'll sit down and they'll hear you out and if you say hey I appreciate you that's why I want your opinion I understand like obviously you've gone through this or you know more about this than me and I want your your opinion on this also but I'm not happy in this degree I need you to help me figure out how I can fix this because all I see is a very bad future for me. Yeah. And they'll listen to you. Mm-hmm. Like that's a real serious conversation, but you took the time to let them know that you're not fighting over this. You're not dragging your feet. You're not just being lazy. Yeah. You're trying to find a solution. Yeah. And if there's a slight chance that they happen to just be toxic, overbearing people, then that's down the line. That's when you that learn how things. to draw your boundaries mm-hmm. and find your support in other places. Yeah. But hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. It's you can have that healthy conversation with them. But yeah, now I think this is great. I think a lot of people are. I mean, I know I've been through so many chapters in my life where I started to question, like, what am I doing? Oh, and I like, thought I was never going to graduate school. Yeah, girls. I was yeah. like, that was a waste of time, effort, money, yeah, mental health, <laughs> <laughs> physical Everything. health. Yeah, I was no. sick for. I swear, I had a cold my entire college career. <laughs> I don't know why. Like I, it was just no, so you bad. No, stre- you were stressed a lot. It was I remember a lot. That it was so much. It's such a crazy time of your life. And then to like be, be figuring out your future, your forever future, it's a lot. So yeah. deep breath. You've got this. You're not alone. <laughs> Literally every college student has felt the exact same way. No, I hate um, that there's so much pressure and on I, that. And I just love that it seems from what you've written that you have a, a really good supportive system, even though they're a little, um, what's the word? Old school. Old school yeah. in their thinking. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, it does seem like they're supportive, which is really awesome. Yeah. Wow. We, uh, I guess we're That's, doing a one story I, today. Pay, we were so excited to give advice. <laughs> we just gave you all of it. We just unloaded. Everything I'm so sorry. you need to know in one. Hopefully that story. was helpful. She's like, um, y'all hate college, huh? No, no I don't. I we don't love think college. So. And I, I miss think college. it's very valuable. And I do think it is the key to a lot of doors that mm-hmm. you couldn't get through without it. Yeah. I totally agree. And I Even think if it's just for like your social skills. Yeah. But also like the accomplishment you feel when you yeah. graduate. Oh, man. It's just it feels like a very good like chapter of life. So I get that. But I do think it'd be we'd be remiss to not acknowledge that. There are other ways to get to your, like, end end Mm -hmm. goal in life. Cheaper ways. And I know a lot of very intelligent, very successful people who college was not the route that they were meant for. Oh, my God. And that's okay. And that's fine. It's just, it's, again, just taking the whole, like, 
all the like judgment and society pressures that are on us to strip it aside and see like what's best for you. I'm going to say one more thing. Do it. I got invited to this really cool like founders dinner by Glossy Co. Um, where a lot of people who have created their own businesses went. And it was so cool. It was a really cool thing where everyone from different levels, a girl was there who had started a business a month ago. People were there who have been in, in their own business for like 13 years. Oh, dang. Um, we all talked about like struggles and where we come from, what our brand means. We were helping each other brainstorm like questions that we had. The amount of college dropouts in that room mm-hmm. was insane. Absolutely phenomenal. Me and Alicia were like our people, yeah. <laughs> you know, like it was it was just very it was such a breath of fresh air for people to be like, I didn't fit in the normal mold that everyone else fit in. Yeah. I had this big dream. It was a huge risk, but I dropped out of school, chased it. And here I am. Yeah. 13 years later, you know, and it no, was yeah. just it was really incredible. So I say all that to say that, like, just because schools if school's not for you, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not the end of the world. And there's other people out there like you who have done it and who have done it well. Yep. It doesn't mean you're not going to learn and grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Life will do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm done. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. Well, thank you guys so much for, you know, sticking around through Mm -hmm. October series or welcome back. (laughs) We Um, missed you. If you don't follow us on socials, um, we're a fun time. Yeah, Instagram's popping off lately. Instagram is popping off. We have... A YouTube channel if you want to watch the episodes instead of listen. Um, and yeah, we're Our getting merch back. Store. Merch we have store. stuff on the merch store available for yes, you guys. Go hop on there, scroll through, buy a couple things. Yup. Some early holiday shopping, maybe. Yes. Mm. All the things. Uh, but we're just so excited to just keep doing life with you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Anonymous, for your story. Uh, and yeah, we'll get back next week with. Two stories. Yeah, we'll get back we're, to we're the two story train. Sorry, getting back in the swing of things. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait, wait, wait. <gasps> what? Oh, oh my oh god. Oh my god. Wow. Oh. We're not on our game. Oh. I'm not on my game. Hot messes. Okay. Um, emphasis on the hot. <laughs> what? What sits on the seabed and has anxiety? What sits on the seabed? C S E A. Yep. What sits on the seabed and has anxiety? waves <laughs> a nervous wreck yeah <laughs> yep okay now we can end bye okay bye <laughs>